Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Road to Play Podcast, a proud member of the Road to Play Network. We are here this week to play another new game, another one-shot. Uh, we are playing Questlings, which we're going to learn a little bit more about here in just a moment because we have one of the designers here to run the game for us. But let's go around and meet everybody first. Uh, first up, we have Adam. Adam, welcome back to Road to Play, or welcome to, depending on when this airs. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm Adam. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. We also have Kristen Devine. Hi, it's Kristen. My pronouns are she, her. I'm really excited to play this game. And we have Tim Devine, who is one of the designers of this game, who's going to take the show from here. Tim, have at it. Thank you, Kent. This is Tim, uh, he, him pronouns. Uh, I'm really excited to be playing this game with this group of awesome people. Uh, The game we're about to be playing is called Questlings, the RPG, and it is coming to Kickstarter. I don't know when this is going to air, but it's coming to Kickstarter on November 17th. So could be in the future, could be in the past. Uh, either way, it's still going, so you should definitely check it out. Um, the Kickstarter is a children's book uh, that is based on uh, kind of uh, classic role-playing games. It's it's for young kids. It's for ages three to six uh, and is uh, just beautiful. The art is amazing. Uh, and the book is accompanied by a role-playing game. Now the book is, is being made by a couple awesome or a group of awesome people, uh, including Dan Letzring of Letterman games, who is co-publishing it with banana Chan of game and a curry banana Chan. And I are co-designing the role-playing game that partners with the book. So the book, uh, is for ages three to six, the role-playing game, uh, is around for ages eight and up, but you can, you know, with the right group, the right GM, uh, you can play it for younger for sure. I know we have, we played with ages five and up and, and had no problems with it. Um, and uh, it's a, it's a really cool game. The books are about, uh, it's, it's a series, it's going to be a series of books, but the first one is in this first Kickstarter and it's about children discovering their own inner heroes. Um, and the inner heroes are sort of from classic role-playing game uh, kind of classes or, or tropes or styles. The role-playing game lets you be those characters and tell stories outside of that book and go on your own adventures. Uh, the game has a really a beautiful map uh, that lets you go to a bunch of different locations. And while you're going through uh, the town together to accomplish your awesome goals and, and these quests that you're, that you're doing in the real world, uh, at the location, it shifts into this fantasy world and you become your inner hero and have to work together to overcome the challenges to, uh, to accomplish your goals. It's a really cool game. Uh, it's a lot of awesome work has been put into it and, uh, kids have really been enjoying it. And if you have kids or know someone who has kids and they're nerdy gamers, they're probably going to want to take a look at it. Questlings is uh, rules light introductory role-playing game for kids and adults. 
typically to enjoy together. It's light enough in its rules for kids to really grasp uh, and new pe- new players to uh, to role playing games, but it has enough in it to you know to let to get get a bunch of games in, and it uh, could be a pretty good introduction or, or gateway to other types of role playing games. Uh, Questlings is centered on uh, a map uh, of a town or village that you all will be playing in. Uh, We're going to answer some questions together to sort of create this little village, sort of a mini world building exercise. And each of you has made a character uh, who is a kid in this town, and you're all friends uh, who will be going uh, throughout the town today together. Each of you, as your children (laughs) that you'll be playing, uh, will have a goal that you're trying to accomplish by the end of your day. Uh, and uh, that goal will be unique to each of you. There's other ways to play where we can share a goal and do things like that. But in this case, we'll we'll just be focusing on individual goals. As you go throughout the town, e- uh, each of you will take turns being the spotlight character. And the spotlight character means that you'll be sort of helping to frame the scene that we're in. Uh, you'll be answering some questions, and you might be able to, if you're all successful, uh, get an item that helps you achieve your goal. And the way that you achieve your goals is by earning three items. Uh, Each location, you have an opportunity to gain a couple of items. And once all of you have three items, then it triggers the end game, which is uh, where each of you chooses a location to complete your goal. And you get to describe how it goes. You'll roll the dot, uh, you'll roll one, one D six at the end to determine sort of what tone you'll be describing it in. So it could be serious and action-y and epic. It could be wacky and zany, or it actually could be fantastical, which means you can in- incorporate elements of the fantasy character in your inner hero. So I haven't talked about that yet. Each of you, your kids, has an inner hero or this fantasy persona that when uh, things get a little dicey or a little tricky um, uh, or the world sort of shifts into this fantasy world, uh, who knows whether it's in your imagination or it's real, you become your inner hero. And when that happens, you're, uh, you're kind of facing these fantastical challenges as your inner hero, and you'll roll an eight-sided die. When you're in the real world, you'll be rolling a six-sided die. That's the main mechanic there. You'll all be together, so there's no splitting the party. <laughs> You'll be moving from location to location together. The spotlight character chooses the location and gets to uh, go anywhere that's within one line on the map of the location that you're currently in, unless you have a boost. And you uh, a boost is something that you earn when you uh, roll low, so you don't really get the desired outcome and things go, uh, things go wrong. Uh, but you gain a boost, and the boost can be used in a couple of ways. Uh, two of those ways are you can, instead of moving one space from one location to another, you can move another space for every boost you want to you want to spend. So if you really want to get to that ice cream shop, but you're too far away from it, you can spend a boost and get there, um, as our son has done. <laughs> um, doesn't matter how far away he is from the ice cream shop, he will get there. Um, and the other thing you can do with a boost is re-roll. So if you roll the die and it doesn't come up with the, with the outcome you want, you can say, I'm going to spend a boost and try that again. There are ways to help each other out. There are ways to earn boosts uh, for uh, being kind to each other, uh, giving each other some good you know, advice, uh, working together, teamwork, all that kind of stuff. I might award boosts for things like that. So be, be prepared. There might be some boosts thrown at you. Um, 
And to start this off, first of all, uh, on your character sheets. Now, if your character sheets were right in front of you, you'd see this. We're playing in a digital format, so they're they're on the screen. Uh, uh, there are three small faces. There is a green, an amber, and a red. Or the amber is sort of like yellowish orange. Um, the green, uh, those those are the safety tools for quest links. Those are ways of indicating to myself, the game moderator, or the other players uh, how you're feeling and if you need something uh, either to change or you're really into it and you really want to keep going or just signal that you're having a good time. So the green is like a thumbs up. I'm happy uh, because we're doing it digitally. If you want to do just a thumbs up on screen, uh, a lot of the kids we've been playing with have been doing that. It's been working out really well. Um, that that signifies to me like um, you're, you're having a good time. Let's let's keep doing this. This is great. If you uh, are, if something I'm uh, describing, typically this happens when uh, describing uh, the fantasy world, when things start to shift and transform from reality to fantasy. If I start describing something and you're like, mm, I, I'm not really, I don't like that a lot. I don't like how where that's going. You could uh, indicate um, uh, the the meh face, <laughs> the orange one, uh, or you could just say amber or or um, yellow. Uh, and it just means let's let's pump the brakes on that. So if, if I start describing insects crawling on the ground and that's not your thing, just give the signal, say whatever you need to say, and we'll we'll back away from that. But if there's something that you really don't like, something that is is like a, a non-starter for you, you like you really do this is making you uncomfortable. Um, just say red on, on the character sheet. You can point to the red face. Um, at a table. And that indicates to me and the other players that that is not something we're going to explore. And we will simply stop, rewind, and pick up in another direction. Uh, everyone is uh, able to use all of these, and we will all respect whatever anybody needs. All right, with the safety tools out of the way, we can get started, unless there are any questions. Uh, so to get started, uh, we have already made our characters, or at least the three players have already made their characters. I'll be the GM or game moderator for, for the game. Uh, we're playing uh, digitally, so the map is up on a screen that we can all share. But when you are uh, playing this game at home, uh, you can have the map either printed out or the Kickstarter is going to have this amazing, I think it's like 11 by 17 laminated map that you can kind of fold out on your table. And it's just, it's just really well, it's, it's really well made. Um, and, uh, so we're going to jump right in to Questlings, the RPG, uh, here on the role to play network and start off by introducing our characters. So each of them has created a character who has, uh, who's a child that's going to be in the real world who also has their fantasy persona. So it's going to be a little complicated on audio because you're going to hear a player <laughs> tell, tell you about their character and their characters in our hero. So there's like there's a lot of names that are going to be thrown out here, but I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun to listen to. No pressure, guys. Uh, <laughs> let's start with, uh, in the order that I have here on the screen, our ranger. I think that's you, Adam. Yeah, that's me. Okay, so I am playing, uh, well, the the child that I'm playing in the real world, um, his name is Walt. Pronouns are he, him. Um, his favorite food is ravioli. Um and I, I, I just want to point out, I love that the uh, favorite food is part of your character sheet. It's beautiful. Um, favorite food is ravioli. And uh, I'm going to say that I have a cute little cute little Shih Tzu dog named uh, Joey who follows me everywhere. I love that. And who's your inner hero? 
Uh, my inner hero uh, is named Lucas. Um, Lucas is uh, is a ranger and is a um, I'm gonna say like like a in incredibly skilled uh, archer. And uh, what's did you already say their favorite food? Oh, I didn't. Uh, Lucas's favorite food is gonna be apple dumplings. He loves love them. It. I love it. Uh, and next we have Kent. Tell us about your character. I am playing a druid or well, okay, we'll do the kid first. Uh, as a child, I am playing Gregor. He, him, uh, he is a just, you know, kind of, I think of him kind of like a boy scout really. He likes to be out in nature, likes to go camping and stuff. His absolute favorite food in the world is funnel cakes. Uh, loves them just more than most people. Uh, meaning he loves them more than he loves most people. Not that he loves funnel cakes more than most people do. <laughs> Gregor's inner hero is Arange. Uh, he, him. And Arange is also very much into nature, kind of wields their, their his magic through nature, uses a lot of, takes a lot of energy uh, from nature to, to, to wield his magic. And his favorite food are floof shrooms. <laughs> whatever those are i love it well i mean in the fantasy world it could be anything yeah yeah i can't wait to find out well maybe that's going to be part of this game <laughs> <laughs> the quest to find out what flume shooms are and next we have Kristen. so for my child i am playing claudia who uses she her pronouns her favorite food is cake just all kinds of cake any flavor of cake lots of frosting Claudia loves cake. Uh, she also really likes to, well, she really likes nature and she really likes to experiment with magic, but she doesn't quite have a handle on magic yet. So I imagine lots of like potion bottles and maybe some mild explosions where no one is actually injured. Uh, Claudia's inner hero is Ivy, who also uses she, her pronouns. Uh, Ivy's favorite food is grilled cheese, but after hearing the favorite food of the other uh, inner heroes, I think that uh, Ivy may need to branch out a little bit. Um, Ivy also has a better handle on magic than Claudia. <laughs> and uh, did you want to change your favorite food or, or do you want to come up with it no, as we let's, go? Let's play that out in the game. Okay. Let's, let's I'm going to leave it blank. We'll see. We don't know yet. No one knows. No one knows. This is what the listeners are here for. <laughs> Find out the favorite food of our characters and our heroes. Um, all right, so that those are our heroes. We have uh, we have Walt, Gregor, and Claudia. So let's find out a little bit about the town. So we're going to build this together, and this is a fun world building exercise that um, you'll do with with you know the, the kids you're playing with and, and or adult. I mean, obviously we're all adults here. Um, but it's a lot of fun to see kids getting into world building. And so it's a little bit light compared to some games, but that's because it's a little bit light of a game. Uh, so you're playing in the real world town, similar to the one you live in. But things get a little fantastical sometimes. So let's talk about our little town together. So I'm going to go around and I'm just going to ask each of you a question. We'll fill this out Mad Lib style. So I love that. We live in a... Adam... What, what, what do we live in? Um, I would like to say that we live in a suburb. I think that's that seems like a fun starting location here. We live in a suburb called Kent. What's the name of this place? It is called 
It is called Penguin. It's the name of the town. Penguin. Yeah. Not Penguinville or Penguin Place. No. Nope. Penguin. Just Penguin. All right. So we live in a suburb called Penguin, Kristen. It's it is what what season is it? It is fall. It is fall. And Adam, the weather is currently what? What's going on with the weather right now? Um this fall in ooh, Penguin. I think that it's really windy. I think in Penguin in the fall something it's known for right there's a lot of like leaves that fall and then it's just super windy for like all of autumn and there are always like these big windstorms with like leaves just blowing everywhere i love it so so it's it's very windy yeah um and so you're you're three kids and you're all you're all buddies uh you live in a suburb called penguin it is fall and windy how do the three of you usually get to school um i think cuz it's so windy that we probably I think we ride the bus. Ride the bus. And uh, Kristen, our, your favorite place to hang out together is? Now you can look at the map if you'd like, or you could just come up with your own place that you'd like. If any of the locations on the map seem to be a cool place that you'd want to hang out. Then remember, in the real world is what we're looking at here. Some of those locations have the fantasy side of it, but this is going to be what your kids uh, do in the real world. I mean, I'm guessing that the ice cream shop slash the witch's cauldron is the best place to hang out. Yeah, seems like the place to be. Yeah. yeah. So your favorite place to hang out together is the ice cream shop. And when you are together, you like to, um, everyone can throw out something here. Is there, is there some, what's the, what do you, what are you three, uh, Walt, Gregor, and Claudia, what do you like to do together? Do you like to play games? Mm. Do you like to, Ooh. we, we like to, to hike what are you gonna say chris we do like to hike and while we're hiking we like to talk about the rumors of the mysteries that are going on in town and see if we can solve them oh i love that <laughs> we're always like conspiring about uh what sort of wacky happenings we try are happening find, around town yes. trying to find bigfoot mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yes that's why we're hiking for aliens we're gonna take this we're gonna take this game we're gonna take this game right into kids on bikes aren't we just keep playing (laughs) i think so you better you better cut that out (laughs) i meant after the questlings game it's just i mean this is a this is an introductory game right it's a it's a gateway it's gonna Mm -hmm. open the doors for children to start playing other games like wonderful games like you know kids on bikes that's true uh so just to recap we live in a suburb called penguin it is currently fall and the weather is very windy. To get to school, we travel by bus and our favorite place to hang out together is the ice cream shop. When we're together, we always like to hike and talk about the mysteries of Penguin. All right, who's ready to start the day? Let's do it. So to start our day, we are all going to be starting at the house. And so on the map, it's just a single house and it indicates obviously a house, but it could be that you're all at different houses, but it's Especially because it's a suburb, it's probably like, you know, all houses pretty close together. Um, we, we live in the same cul-de-sac. Yeah, yes. there you go. Um, yep. So I'm going to move, if you see uh, these these icons on the on the left here, because we're, again, we're playing digitally, I'm going to drag them over to the house. So it's the, the three of you, these other ones, I'll, I'll move away. The three of you uh, are each going to be, you know, waking up and starting your day, but you know that uh, your 
your day is going to have some some uh, some cool stuff going on. It's you're going to be going together to to be doing stuff. And there's a thing that the three of you are trying to accomplish, and this is what we're calling the goal. And when you play Questlings, either uh, you play it where each kid has their own goal to accomplish by the end of the day, or you can do kind of a group goal, a shared goal to uh, to get a, a kind of a quicker game with without really sacrificing too much of the fun. So the goal will be for your three kids that you're going to be putting on a talent. Well, no, I think I'd like to incorporate, I was going to say a talent show because that's what's written here. But I like the mystery thing that you had going on here. Yes. So yeah. what what if the three of you were going to be maybe maybe presenting something to the town on the mysteries of the town? Maybe maybe our talent is we're maybe I don't know maybe it is a talent show and our talent is that we are wanting to show how good of uh, investigators we are. Oh, oh yeah, yes. sounds like a like a thing yeah. kids do. But like yeah, we're going to do this talent. And we're going to be Bigfoot hunters and show everybody yes. how good of Bigfoot hunters we are. The talent shows in three days. We got three days to find Bigfoot. Yep. So. <laughs> I love it. So, um, all right. So our goal today is to uh, put on a show to to show the community that you are top-notch investigators, to show the town of Penguin, the suburb of Penguin, that you are the, the, the best investigators. Um, I want to say that maybe we haven't decided what it is that we've investigated or yep. what we're going to investigate for this talent show just yet. I like the idea that each one of us might think it's something different so far (laughs) uh well that's that's actually the next thing that we'll talk about so part of questlings is each of either whether it's a shared goal or not you're each going to be trying to uh gather items or or information or some sort of thing that uh is going to help you achieve your goal so for this uh for this one shot we're going to each of you is going to try to to get two things that would help you towards your goal. Okay. Uh, you can either identify those at the beginning, if it's pretty straightforward, or we can play it out as we go. And when you get to a location as the spotlight player, we're going to talk about what thing at that location might help you achieve your goal. When you get those items by overcoming challenges um, successfully, you add them to your inventory. So right now, each of you has a character sheet that has inventory rows. You can keep those blank until you found your item. Once you found your item, you'll you can shade in that that box to the left of it or just note that you have it. <laughs> um, and uh, once everybody has obtained two items, that triggers the end game where we go through sort of like a final scene and epilogue of each of you accomplishing that goal. Um, at each location we go to, one of you will be the spotlight character. Uh, but that does not mean that everybody else can't still play along. Everybody can role play. Uh, but when somebody's in the spotlight, make sure that we um, respect that. Let them have uh, their chance to to answer some questions and, and kind of flesh it out. Um, and uh, uh, there will be a first part that's really for them. And then the rest of that, that scene is for everybody. And I'll explain that again when we get there. Um, to start off, the first location is the house. So each of you, uh, before we begin, does anybody have any questions? So uh, before we start, should we know what the items we're looking for are, or we're just going to find that out as we play? When we get to a location, what I do is I expl- I describe it a little bit, give a little give a little bit of like scene setting, ask a couple questions of the spotlight character, and one of those questions typically ends up being, "Now, what do you think you can get here that would help you with your goal?" Cool. 
the reason why it's helpful to frame them at the beginning is usually for younger kids so that they have an, they're not going into a spot and not really able to connect one thing to another. Um, so like if a kid's goal is to, you know, create a survival guide of the town's nature areas, um, at the beginning, you say you probably need pencils, papers, um, you know, a book on nature, things like that. It helps them when they get to the location. But for us, I think we could probably freestyle it. One of the things that um, I didn't explain super well at the beginning, uh, the character that you're playing when you're in the real world, treat it like real world stuff. When you're in the fantasy world, we can get as fantastical as we want with powers and things. All right, so we're starting out our adventure at our house. So each of you can have a different house, but um, each of you in the, in the first scene, so there's there's the, the opening scene is, is gonna be each of you in your room you're going to go out of your home and you're going to meet up with your friends and start your day in your house. Uh, the sun shines through the window, gently waking you up. And it's a big day because today you're going to be doing something very special with your friends. Uh, you're going to be prepping for this awesome show, this talent show where you're going to showcase how great you are as investigators. Um, and each of you is going to have a chance in the spotlight here. We're going to start with, let's go in reverse order. We'll start with Kristen. So Claudia, Claudia, describe for us what Claudia's room looks like when you wake up. Uh, Claudia has a a pretty a pretty messy room, uh, mostly because she is always working on trying to make potions um, on like a desk area, and then a, on the wall that her bed is next to. She has all these like posters and drawings of like Bigfoot and different like the Loch Ness monster, like different creatures and stuff. So her room is very busy. Um, and I want to clarify that the potions that she's making are mostly like water or perfume or, or things that she's hoping she can turn magical, but it just hasn't worked out so far. A lot of food coloring. A lot of, lot of food coloring. Glitter. In fact, some food coloring spilled, and so there's just like an, a shirt that's covering it. She doesn't want to tell her mom. <laughs> All right. And uh, this morning, uh, because you knew that today's the big day, and you're meeting up with your friends, there's something that you had at home that you thought you'd want to go show your friends uh, that might help you all on your on your in your, completing your goal today that's at your house. Um, what do you think that might be? Like what thing might be at, at home that you're like, okay, this is definitely something I got to show my friends and could help us with our quest. Are we playing in modern times? Yeah. It's a town like you live in today. It's a suburb. It's not a ye old suburb. I think that I am borrowing my older siblings camera. It's not a super Ooh. nice camera. It, it was a hand-me-down, but it works, and I think that we could possibly take pictures during our investigation. I like that. Uh, you said borrow. Um, so normally the the first scene is is trying to figure out how would you remi- remember? Like what do you what would you do to help yourself remember um, to to bring this item with you? But in this case, I kind of like the idea of how do you get it? <laughs> how do you get how do you get the item? Not how do you remember it. But if it's not yours, mm-hmm. and you're, quote, borrowing it. Yeah. I have already borrowed the camera. And Claudia was able to borrow the camera last night while her sibling 
was three hours into a phone call and just did not notice as Claudia opened the door and uh, took it off the hook that it hangs on in the room. Now, Claudia absolutely asked for permission earlier and the sibling said yes, but Claudia did not want to interrupt the sibling while they were on the phone. So she snuck in. I really did a roll of six. Oh, perfect. And, uh, so roll, you're rolling a six and you're going to mm-hmm. add, uh, so so in, in Questlings, you have three, everyone has three stats. Your stats are creativity, determination, and problem solving. Which of those stats do you think is most relevant to whether or not you remember to bring film or a battery? Oh. Problem solving. Okay. So add problem solving to that role. And as you're, you're, kid you you'll have between zero and and two to add to that claudia's problem solving is a zero which tracks i mean it makes sense uh so (laughs) she did throw a a shirt on top of the food coloring stain on the floor which could could be creative if you will it's very creative Um, so it didn't really solve the problem though a straight a straight six Uh, well a six is in questlings as your child fantastic what does it look like you get first of all, you get the camera mm-hmm. and it's charged or has film or I don't know what whatever type of camera you, you want it to be, but you can mark that down on your character sheet that you rem- you have your first item for okay. this for this adventure and it is a camera. Well, it's your sister's camera we'll put. So go ahead and describe to us what that looks like and why it went so well for you. Um yeah, I think that after Claudia I think Claudia takes the camera off of the hook that's hanging in her sister's room. Um, her sister has like some scarves and stuff hanging on these hooks and, and the strap of the camera was hanging there as well. And she's tiptoeing back out and she gets to the doorway and she turns around and she sees next to it is like a camera bag. And she thinks that might be important. So she runs back and she grabs the camera bag and it turns out that has everything she needed. Like the battery, the lens cover. I'm not certain that Claudia knows how to put the battery in or use the lens cover, but it's all there. You have the item. So that's marked on your character sheet. Great job. And now we're going to pass the spotlight over to uh, Adam's character, Walt. Uh, Walt, what's your room look like when you wake up in the morning? Oh, my room? Okay, so um, I think that Walt has posters all over his room of he's probably he's i'm gonna say he's really into like superheroes um so wait can i say the name of like superheroes right i'm good right yeah yeah we're not gonna get sued this is roll to play podcast we're good (laughs) (laughs) they know our legal team (laughs) (laughs) all right so so walt has like a bunch of Batman posters all over his room. I think he's really into Batman. Um, and uh, his bed looks like a little Batmobile. Um, and at the foot of his bed um, sleeps this tiny little gray and white Shih Tzu. Um, and, and, you know, Walt wakes up to uh, this Shih Tzu, like, licking his face. Um, he's like, oh, Joey, come on. And uh, I'm trying to think, what, what else does my room look like? 
Oh, you know what? I think that probably there's like a desk and all o- and there's just like scraps of paper and like pencils and colored pencils and all over it um, because uh, Walt wants to be a comic book artist when he grows up. And there's just like very poorly drawn, uh, you know, superheroes everywhere. I bet they're fantastic. I don't think they're poorly drawn at all. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You're welcome, Walt. <laughs> um, so, Walt, today's a big day. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet up with your friends. You're going to do something pretty awesome. You've all been hyping hyping yourselves up about this. What What's something at home that you think would really help out the group? Oh, my parents' metal detector. It'll help us find a spaceship. Perfect. So how do you, uh, without your parents' uh, or with their permission, remember to get the metal detector? I'm going to say... Or how do you want, how, how would you want to, if your role was successful, I should phrase it. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to say that, that Walt, the thing that's going to be difficult for him is convincing his parents to let him use the metal detector. Um, it's probably pretty expensive. It's something they like to use. They go out on weekends to the beach and metal detect. Um, and Walt really wants to use it, uh, but he doesn't want to take it. Um, so his challenge is going to be like, Doing something that will that will convince his parents that he's responsible enough to take the metal detector out for the day. <laughs> and do you think that to, when you're when you're doing this with your parents, when you're approaching them, do you think mm-hmm. it's going to be like you're being pretty creative in your in your? Oh uh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. This is definitely going to. I'd say creativity probably fits in with this. Cool. So go ahead and roll a six sided die and add your creativity to the stars number of stars you have in creativity. Um, okay, so that's going to be a four. After right. adding my modifier. Well, a four uh, in this is still a success, but uh, so nice job. Uh, mm-hmm. But something weird happens. So you get the metal detector, but tell us what the weird thing was that happened. Um, hmm. Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Okay, so maybe um, the thing that so like I was really trying to convince my parents like that, you know, you should let me take the metal detector. It's going to be great. And and they were really pushing the fact that I had to do something first to help around the house. Um, so maybe I I decided to mow the lawn for my parents. Ugh, I hate mowing the lawn. And uh, and I hate it so much that it took me a really long time. So maybe I, I like show up a bit late and kind of disheveled. Uh, and, and like, you know, it puts it puts uh, it puts a late start on my day that, that I have to do that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so great job. You get to mark that on your character sheet that you have the metal detector. Um, but, you know, your friends might be waiting around a little bit for you to yeah. get there and you might you might smell a bit like mulch. Um, <laughs> yeah, like so, freshly cut grass. As the uh, as the camera is watching you cut the grass and your your little dog just sitting on the porch watching you, uh, it, it goes over across the street to your friend's house. Uh, this is your friend, Gregor. Gregor, what does your room look like when you wake up in the morning? So Gregor's room uh, is painted kind of a uh, deep green, like a hunter green, you know, to give a real like foresty field. Uh, probably even has like stamps of like leaves on the walls and stuff, you know, all around um, orange and reds, you know, kind of a fall feeling. 
all along the wall, there's these shelves with potted plants, you know, growing. Uh, some of them are growing well, some of them not growing well. A lot of them are just, you know, herbs and spices or whatnot. They're just herbs that he's growing. Um, but Gregor on each of them is labeled, you know, have they have labels that have that are sometimes are marked out. So it's like good for Bigfoot. And then like Bigfoot would be marked out and we say like alien underneath it or, you know, for Loch Ness monster, different things, you know, that he's been trying to grow. Um, and yeah, I think everything has, I think his dad has like built him a, like one of those like tree houses, like in the room, like in the corner. So it looks like a tree is there. It's got like maybe a hammock, you know, a little play area. Uh, but yeah, that's his room. That's awesome. Uh, I'm wondering if one of those uh, things that you've been growing and testing, if those experiments have anything to do with what you're going to be doing today. Uh, but you're going to need to bring something with you to show your friends that might help out with this uh, goal that you all have today. What are you trying to remember to bring? So I think the thing that Gregor is trying to remember is we've had this plan. We've known the talent show is coming up. We're going to do this presentation. But dang it, he just cannot remember. Is it Bigfoot? Is it aliens? Is it the Loch Ness monster? Even though we're not in that, what 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 are we doing? So he's thinking, he's trying to remember which which food he needs to grab. Uh, and you know, he's hoping his mind settles on aliens because you know I think that's kind of what we decide. We're going to we're going to either capture an alien or prove that they exist or find a UFO or find some weird alien metal. So he's trying to remember what it is uh, that that what kind of what type of bait he's supposed to grab to bring. All right. Well, let's roll a, a six sided die and see how you do. You're going to need to uh, pick one of your three stats that you think is going to help. Like, how, how do you think you'd try to, to, to get that? So I think determination is probably the most like trying to remember, like I'm determined to remember uh, I've got nothing in it. So but I did roll a five. So that's a five total. Awesome. Well, uh, very similar to your friend, Walt. Uh, very nice job. It works. Everything's good. Uh, but something weird happens. So I think that Gregor is looking. It's like, not Bigfoot. It's not Loch Ness. It's probably not the Jersey Devil because we're not in Jersey. Uh, he's like, oh, it's aliens. That's right, because because Walt's getting the the metal detector. That's right, because we're gonna you know sweep the grounds and and Claudia's getting the camera, and we know cameras don't pick up Bigfoot, so obviously it's aliens. So, uh, but then I think he gets distracted a little bit by the smell of freshly mowed lawn, and I think he just the camera pulls out, and he's just on his windowsill just watching the grass get cut and spit out the side and just really appreciating nature and taking in the smell. So I think he also shows up late for the same reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's my hard work you're enjoying. That's perfect. (laughs) So Claudia standing alone for a little bit longer, maybe starting to get just a little bit worried that you're your friends, mm-hmm. you know, but then, then I think you, you realize that you all live like across the street from each other and you're on a cul-de-sac. You could probably just walk over and see them. Uh, so you walk over and look over the fence and see them doing their thing. Uh, uh, also, uh, Kent, I forgot to uh, remind you, you could put that on your character sheet under inventory. You have your first item. Uh, so each of you were successful in remembering the thing that you needed for your, for your quest. So now uh, it's, you each just need one more thing each 
to be able to pull this off. And once the lawn mowing is done and the, the, the watching, the spectating is done, uh, the three of you uh, are getting ready to choose your first location. So standing there together, we're going to start with Claudia because she was the most prompt uh, of the three of you. Uh, so Claudia, looking at the map, you are all at the house. You can choose any location you want that's connected to the house by one line. So your choices are the bank, the library, or the school. Uh, you also, because you're going first, you can discuss. You can decide whether it's a school day or not. If it's not a school day, you don't necessarily have to go to school. Or you could also say it's early, so you don't have to go to school early. But I think there was some lawn mowing done, so it kind of cuts into your morning. Just a little bit. Let's say we didn't establish already that it's we we're going to school, right? Nope. So, no. So let's say that we're it's Saturday, and we're going to go to the library so that we can... Wait, do I need to tell you why, or is that going too far? <laughs> no, you could say why. Totally. Uh, I think that we're trying to go to the library to see if we can find books on how to capture an alien or what aliens <laughs> eat or when the last time an alien ship was seen penguin i like the what alien what aliens eat i think that would definitely be in the children's section <laughs> yep. may or may yeah. not be a picture book <laughs> i know what they eat it's alien food which is actually basil <laughs> <laughs> you're right you did mark that <laughs> Uh, so uh, uh, you have a camera a metal detector you have alien food with you you're going to the library to get a little bit more information on aliens so everybody pops on over so I'm going to scroll down uh, Questlings comes with uh, part of the book it's, itself at the, at the end of the book is a adventure storybook and it's a prompt at each location that um, the people can follow you can uh, follow it exactly or you can make it your own. There's also a template in the book to let you make your own. Uh, so there's a lot of replayability. So when you play it the first time, if you follow the prompt exactly, um, that's the story you'll play out. And as with all role-playing games, no two stories are the same because everybody here is making the story together. Nothing is predetermined. It's all, uh, although there's an outline, it, it, the characters make it come to life. So we're heading to the library. Everyone loves hanging out at the library to get their homework done or play role-playing games or just meet up and use the computers. The spotlight character here is Claudia. And Claudia, so you all walk into the library. Uh, you see, you know, the, the reception desk on the side, the book drop, a bunch of big posters and uh, about the big event, the talent show that's happening tonight. It doesn't mention where the talent show is taking place, um, conveniently because we haven't decided that yet in-game. Uh, but it, it's just really hyping it in this town. So Penguin is big on its talent shows. <clears throat> and uh, so, Claudia, what do you usually like doing at the library with your friends? Uh, I think that we come here sometimes if the weather isn't good for hiking or sometimes after a hike. Uh, we play a lot of games here or sometimes we look up funny things on the computer. Yeah, cat videos. Yeah, cat, cat a lot of cat videos <laughs> yep. occur. Um, I don't think this particular group of friends loves being here to do our homework, but we definitely need to be here out of necessity today because aliens are much more exciting than math. Yeah, definitely. 
What's the librarian's name? Miss Bell. Miss Bell. Uh, so Miss Bell greets you as you walk in. Hello. Hello, children. You here to do some more of your fun research? Hi, hi Miss Bell. Where is the section on aliens? Hello, Miss Bell. We hey, don't want to talk about it. Oh, <laughs> Gregor. <laughs> no, 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 Gregor. No, we do want to talk about we it. Do. We do. You're gonna no, yeah, we no, we wanna, we no, we want to talk about it. You're going to confuse oh. her. <laughs> I always love the puns. But really, we have something that we do want to talk about. We mm-hmm. do. We do. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, well, I, well, my, my chuckle is over, so go ahead. Aliens. Yeah. Ooh. Extraterrestrials. Mm. Yes. Yes. I know that you've probably seen them around town, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I couldn't say even if I did. Miss... Miss Bell, you've been around for a long, 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 long time. Long time. Long, a long time. So, have you ever seen an alien? Well, let's just say that when you're a little older, we can have a much more honest conversation about it. But as for right now, what are you looking for exactly? Book. Have you written a book about your alien sightings? Is it in this library? Have you been in a ship? Where is the ship? Where were you abducted? Did they have big eyes? What did, yeah, what did they look like? What did what they eat? Names? What oh. did they eat? Was it did basil? it smell like this? Uh, open a baggie <laughs> and hold it up to her nose or in her general nose direction. So right at that moment, the doors open and you see a, a whole group of people walk in. And Miss Bell now has her hands full because she's going to have to, you know, be helping all these people with the book. So she looks at all of you and says, I know that the three of you have some of the most curious minds in the whole town of Penguin. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do you a favor. And she writes down on a card. She pulls it off her desk, writes down on a card exactly what aisle this book would be on. Uh, but she has very, very unique writing so claudia Mm -hmm. you you already know what you're trying to get here you're trying to find the book the book that's going to tell you all the information you know about aliens yeah so specifically about this town uh the section is on uh the section uh is written on it and the book itself is written on it Mm -hmm. so uh you need to roll the dice now you're going to roll to see if you can decipher miss bell's writing Oh no, cursive. What is this language she wrote in? <laughs> Some alien language. French. Maybe she's an alien. Um, Where did you learn this language? All right, I'm rolling. Um, is this going to be problem solved? What, what am I using here? You get to pick. Oh. I mean, you get to sort of describe what how you're going to try to decipher it. Like sure. each each of those, so so you don't have to kind of constrain yourself to the stats. You okay. just describe how you want to do something, and we'll figure out what which which approaches or which stat is the is the best fit. Okay, a two. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should have picked my stat first. That would have been a much better way of playing. Um, That's okay. I'm going to be honest and say it's problem solving, and I don't have a. Um, a star in that so it's a okay. so it's a street too so i think that i think that claudia's friends see is she like holds up the piece of paper and her tongue is sticking out of the corner of her mouth and then she turns the paper and then she turns it again so it's upside down and then she just shakes her head and holds it out i <laughs> i can't read this all right well you have a boost 
So oh, you cool. know, it didn't go the way didn't go the way you'd planned. You got you did a good description of of what what went wrong. Uh, give yourself a boost. You okay. can use that later to re-roll the dice or to move more spaces than than you uh, than than you're restricted to with mm-hmm. with the normal turn. Uh, <clears throat> but does somebody else want to try to help her? Yeah, I think that uh, Walt is uh, is an expert in deciphering codes. Oh. Um, so what what my my deduction is that we only have to be able to understand each letter once and we can cross reference them. So, you know, if I can find like one letter that I can reasonably think looks like an A, maybe everything else that looks kind of like that is supposed to be an A, too. Um, and and I'm going to I'm going to try try and help her with this. All right. That sounds a lot like problem solving. But if, if you think another one would be more appropriate, you can choose uh, a different. Step. No, that definitely seems like problem solving to me. OK, go ahead and roll it. OK. Uh, that's a three. All right. <laughs> Give yourself a boost. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just not so good at this. What, um, what went wrong? Um. I think that I may have simplified things a bit too much uh, by the time I'm done with it. The only two letters that I could really decipher were like a C and and a J. Um, and everything else kind of looked like those two letters. So when I'm done deciphering the code, it's like C, J, 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 C, C, J, J, C, 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 C. <laughs> like this can't be right. Yeah, that that does make sense. <laughs> um, so... You're, you're having a little bit of trouble here. You're tr- trouble finding the section. So as you're wandering around, uh, let's let's go over to back to Claudia. So as the three of you are wandering around, Claudia, you you look up and the bookshelves that you see, like the rows that you've walked through. You've been to this library many many mm-hmm. times. You know how tall they are. Right. But this one row that you walk past, they're like three times as tall, mm-hmm. and you've never seen that. And as you walk down it a little further, your friends follow you and you see that they are taller than anybody could reach. And there's no ladders in here that are that tall. But then some of the books start floating off the shelf and flapping, almost like they were birds. And the walls behind the shelves and on uh, in front of you are, they're stone. They look like, like carved blocks of stone. And the lighting isn't the fluorescent lighting of the library it's it's there's torches on the wall or lanterns of some sort and as you look down at your hands they're not your hands anymore they're the hands of your inner hero ivy and when you look at your friends you're not standing next to gregor and walt or walt anymore you're standing next to the inner heroes of the ranger and the druid all the books are flapping and there's one book that seems to be glowing and it's in this swarm of books. It looks like almost like ravens flying. Mm-hmm. That's the book you need. That is the magical tome that holds the answers that you're looking for. How are the three of you going to try to get to this book as your inner heroes? And we can start with Claudia, the spotlight character. Uh, I think that Ivy, right? Because I'm Ivy now. Mm-hmm. I think Ivy is going to try to use magic to pull the book down i think that she is going to create a gold rope and try to lasso the book and pull it i love it to us 
So go ahead and roll 1d8. And this is this sounds very creative to me, but you can tell me whether or not it's, and determination works too. Nope. It's creativity. I have a two in creativity. So roll 1d8 Ooh, for your inner hero. A four plus my two is a six. All right. What does it say at the bottom of your character sheet when you get a six? Nice job, but something weird happens. Tell us what it was. So I succeed, right? Like I can actually create the rope and get... You create the rope and you throw it and you can Uh lasso it. But what what weird is happening now that your friends are probably going to have to deal with? Ivy is so excited about being able to use magic um, that she creates a giant lasso. And so the book we need is glowing, but Ivy's pulling like six different books down towards us. And they're all kind of flapping around frantically. Yep. So jumping over to Gregor. Gregor, you see Ivy, this magnificent wizard, throw this golden rope magical spell and grab all these books. She's pulling it down, but it just seems like it seems like if, if she is, if someone doesn't help her, it, it might even pull her away. That's how heavy or how how hard it is to pull all these books, uh, flapping raven books. What are you going to try to do here? So I think Arange, uh Looks at Abby and says, "Good job, Abby. Oh, oh no, oh no, too many, too many." Uh, points over. Lucas says, "Lucas, be ready." And then Arange takes his uh, magic staff and he closes his eyes and pictures that he's in a forest and pictures all the animals that are in a forest and really thinks about some squirrels that he that he knows in the forest, a little family of squirrels. Um, and he the really, Johnsons. Yeah, yeah, there's Squirrel yeah. Johnson and Sally Johnson and, you know, Sam Johnson. And this is little family of squirrels, and he thinks hard about them, and he reaches out to him with his mind, and he slams his staff down. And the magic, if he does it right, is going to bring the squirrels running from their home in the forest just outside of the, the town here to to you know the library um the uh what are we in now the yeah the library of magic arts are going to come rushing there and help out with with this problem of all these books that are trying to take his friend away all right so go ahead and roll the 1d8 um what what do you think this are you pretty determined here or is it more problem solving i think it's determination okay i wrote a six plus two is eight fantastic Awesome. So the squirrels come. What does it look like? So, yeah, the, the, the staff hits the ground uh, and you see just kind of this ripple go out everywhere. And the squirrels at their home, they're, they're having little squirrel tea, uh, little squirrel brownies. Their ears all perk up. And the father says, oh, we must go help Arunge. And they go running off and they're bounding through the woods, jumping over leaves. And they jump through through three different windows in the thing. And they start, you know, they climb up. And, and the father leaps off of Aranja's shoulders and they all land on these these books that we don't need and start, you know, like nuzzling them and hitting them with their tails and stuff to knock them out of the lasso. Awesome. And as the books start to fall and things are looking pretty good, uh, we cut over to we cut over to Lucas. Lucas. <laughs> the ranger. Yes. So uh, wait, what, what is it I have to deal with now? Well, now you have 
uh, a golden lasso mm -hmm. held by your mage friend, mm -hmm. pulling down Ivy, pulling down uh, the books. It was pulling her away at first, but now these squirrels that your druid friend summoned are pulling the books away. You still don't have it in your in your grasp yet, but is there something you can try to do to help? Um. Yeah, yeah, there is. So, um. I think that we see Lucas like looking up at the the one book that is now like flapping, kind of being trying to be pulled in by this lasso, the squirrels all around it. And I'm like, well, we need to just zero in on that book. We need to get it. Um, and, and just as I'm trying to figure out what to do uh, from from behind me walks Joey. My little Shih Tzu, who is now is now like has grown to like five times uh, his regular size and is a mighty steed. Um, and I am going to, um, you know, kind of looks I'm going to say looks like wolfish, but also like like Shih Tzu, like wolf sized Shih Tzu. Um, just completely adorable. And uh, <clears throat> and Lucas is going to say, uh, Joey, you got you got to get up there and get that book. And I like <laughs> jump in front of Joey and kind of like like hunch down a little bit and Joey's going to like jump and jump onto my shoulders and like kick off of them and jump up towards the book. Awesome. I love this. This, this could be creativity. If it's a trick <laughs> that you've been practicing, it could be, it could be any number of things. What do you think? Um, I would, I would say creativity. All right. Give it a roll. That that's a six. Awesome. Nice job. Something does go weird. <laughs> But you succeed as a group. But tell us what this other this last weird thing is. You've got squirrels. You've got flying books. Yep. A golden lasso and the giant Shih Tzu. Um, I'm gonna say that uh, Joey succeeds in getting up there and grabbing the book. But in the process, he knocks a bunch of the other books um, away from the squirrels, and they all fall onto us, and we're like, you know, uh, get kind of like knocked down and, and buried in a mound of books. That's perfect. So as the three of you are laying underneath a pile of books, all of a sudden the books get kind of picked up or brushed aside and you see Miss Bell standing in front of you or above you looking down. And as you look at each other, you see you're, you're, you're yourselves again. Oh, you're no longer your inner heroes. And she says, children, I gave you very specific instructions. You found your book, I see, but look at all the damage you did to the local, the the, the local uh, folklore section of of the library. Oh, we can explain this. We just. I'm uh, waiting. Yeah, we. Um, the, it, uh, uh, we well, you see, we. Uh, it, uh, we. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it Miss Bell. It was an owl. It was yeah. an owl. owl. Yes. Mm -hmm. An owl flew in and mm -hmm. was going to eat one of the books and we chased it away. We did, yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at three heroes on the floor then, I guess. Yes, That's you're right. That's right. You're welcome, Miss Bell. Well, it would be the heroic thing to do to put these books back where they go, I suppose. Uh, yes, we yes, will we'll absolutely. clean up. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Uh, cutting over real quick to Gregor. Gregor, is there something else here at the library that you think might help all of you on your on your journey, or on your sorry, on your quest? So we have our book. Uh, we are improperly shelving books back uh, because we don't understand the library's convoluted system for these books. And I think Gregor 
Hmm. We have a book about aliens. We have. What else could we get from the library? I think. I think. Um, I think we're gonna check out like an iPad that we have. So I think we have. I think oh. we have a presentation that kind of saved like you know on a on a on a cloud service. Uh, but we mm-hmm. we. We for, we all forgot to bring our you know tablets or whatever from home. So I'm like, oh, dang it! Uh, let's check out an iPad. That way we can load up our presentation. Uh, you know, finish filling it out with information from the book and pictures that we're going to take to 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 share at the uh, you know on the big screen at the the talent show. All right. So go ahead and, and make a roll as your kid. Uh, how are you going to convince Miss Bell to let you check out this iPad? Yeah, because you, you got to be an adult to do it or have an adult with you. Uh, you have to have an adult library card, not a kid library card. And we all just have kid library cards. So I think I think what I do is I look down at the book we're holding, uh, and it's written by a, a T or a, no, a R Bell. Uh, and I go and I look <laughs> at the back, and there's no picture, and there's no real author information. So I'm going to use, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's Miss Bell wrote this book on aliens. So I'm going to, you know, go a big route of flattery to, to try to get her, you know, flatter for writing such a useful book uh, and then try to back, you know, piggyback that into getting an iPad. Okay, go ahead and roll a six-sided die and add uh, whichever you think. Um, this could be determination. Be could be a case for otherwise creativity. I think creativity, uh, which I just I wrote a three. Or, I mean, problem solving could work too. It's really how you're approaching it. So, I think it's going to be creativity. Uh, just okay. you know, trying to come up with the right ways. But um, I wrote a three. I've got a one in creativity, so it's a four total. Nice job. So. Uh, I'm really glad that something weird happens on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what's the weird thing that happens when you're trying to flatter Miss Bell, potentially the author of this alien book in the local folklore section? So as they're shoving the books, I, I, I'm like, oh, we need an iPad. And Miss Bell's already making her way back up to the front. So I, I take the book and I run up and like I slam it down all enthusiastic. Like, you wrote this. You wrote this book on aliens and penguin. I know this is you. This is you, you know, and and and, and just the words in it—it's so well researched, and there's such great examples. And I mean, this part here where you take a a skeptical approach—it just it just does wonders for me. You're so good, Miss Bell. And these pictures—I mean, just look at them. I mean. Yeah. Just the saucer, how you captured it. It's just amazing. Can I borrow an <laughs> iPad? Can I check one out? <laughs> oh, oh, you're, you're, you know, good literature, uh, good, good writing. Um, not many people around here really spend much time in the local folklore section. Uh, uh, they don't have an appreciation for, for mystery. I know, right? Nobody, I mean, just so many mysterious things out in this town, you know, uh, I mean, we saw Bigfoot just a couple weeks ago out, you know. At, oh, my. Yeah, at, at this, uh, he gives, he rattles off the address, uh, but it's her address, and it turns out <laughs> they saw her in the middle of the night in her nightgown walking around out back. So that's the weird thing that happens. Well, she says, uh, well, I'm not, I'm not permitted to check out. It's a policy to children, but you know what? If you promise to bring it back, 
and take really good care of it. And she reaches into like this large, like Mary Poppins size bag. You can take my iPad. It's like, oh wow, and he hits the button. The password <clears throat> is U U F F O's. Oh, oh my God! Wow! He leans in. He goes, "I believe." And he leans back out, <laughs> and that's where we cut the library scene. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> you could go ahead and write down iPad on your on your sheet now. If you kids agree not to tell anyone where you saw Bigfoot, you can have my iPad. <laughs> yep, I love it. <laughs> All right, so uh, that was the first location. The second location gets to be chosen by the next spotlight character, and I think that spotlight character is going to be Walt. Yay. So, Walt, uh, if you look at the map, you're at the library. You can go... uh, Do you have a boost by any chance? I do have a boost. Okay, so if you want to go more than one, you can, but you can also save that to re-roll if you want to. Mm. It's completely up to you. But looking at any of these locations, the goal is to find an object that will help you complete your goal. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what sort of internal logical acrobatics Walt could do in his own head to convince himself that he has to go to the ice cream shop for some reason. I mean, it, it, it you could be real, real loose on, on how it, quote helps you accomplish <laughs> your goal um look i think it's i think it's midday and i think that at the ice cream shop they have really good grilled cheeses and i absolutely cannot go alien hunting without having a nice lunch i need all a, right i need a funnel cake too so yeah all right so you three are headed to the ice cream shop and Walt is the spotlight character here. So Walt, uh, you all walk into the ice cream shop. It's got that classic uh, uh, kind of like, kind of like a, almost like a 50s diner feel to it. Yeah. Like a malt shop kind of, kind of, I think that's what it, what those are. Uh, uh, and uh, you've got a, a, a person behind the, um, behind the counter serving mm-hmm. scoops of ice cream. Uh, they've also got, you know, the little, the little grilled cheese press and the some soups going on the side you know it's one of those kind of multitasking places um what's your favorite type of ice cream oh um walt is a is a he likes pistachio all day loves it pistachio yeah all right and what um who's who's behind the counter uh, serving this ice cream. I think there are two teenagers that work here. Um, uh, they are both. They both go to the local high school. Um, their names are Lisa and Richie. Um, Lisa probably does all the scooping of the ice cream, and Richie probably does the the pouring of the tomato soups and grilling of the cheese. <laughs> you said Lisa and Richie. Lisa, Lisa and, and Richie. Richie yeah. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what your item is that you're trying to get here. You're trying to get everybody some food. Uh, yeah. But there's a little bit of a problem. The three mm-hmm. of you don't have any money. How are you going to get Lisa and Richie to give the three of you some food? All right. Guys, I know that we're here at the ice cream shop. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's Funnel Cake Saturday. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, yeah you guys got any cash? Oh, Ooh. no. I don't get my allowance until Sundays. Oh, me too. I spent all mine on the, uh, on the, uh, the flower pots. Oh, mm. yeah. I forgot about those. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, like, you know, my, my, my brother's friends with Richie. Maybe, like, we can... I don't know. Convince them to give us some grilled cheese, right? It's just what, bread what, and cheese. Yeah. What if we? What if we? And he types UFOs into the iPad and goes to the pictures. And it's like, it's like, what if we show him one of these pictures and tell him it's an alien and the world's going to end and he has to give us grilled cheese right now before oh. we all die? Yeah, ooh, that's a good ooh, idea. But, also, but be a funnel cake. Yeah, and and an extra one because the alien wants one. Oh, oh yeah, maybe we found an alien. We need to feed the alien. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Richie's a believer? Who doesn't believe? Yeah, like, I feel like probably most people. Wait. Are you saying you don't believe? No, I believe. Oh. I, mean, I believe he, a lot. Of course I he believe, believes. I believe, like, I, I double believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Double believe. That's what we all do. Double yeah. believe. Okay. Yeah. I triple believe yeah. sometimes. Wow. Okay, that's no, that's real. That's real dedication. Yeah. Um, but you know, let's just try it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, all you can do is tell us no. All right. Well, yeah, go ahead and roll a, a six-sided die and see if you can convince Richie. Uh, I'm gonna say this is gonna be <laughs> just pure determination. Yep. You wait. That's my worst stat. <laughs> Oh, doesn't matter. It's a six. A six? All right. Yeah. So, so what do you say to, to Richie? Um, so I think I go up to Richie and I have the iPad and I pull up the photos and I go to like, uh, there's like a photo. That's like, it looks like a field and it's at night and there's like mist everywhere. You can see like blue and green lights and a little figure out in the distance. I'm like, hey, Richie. Hey. So, Aren't you, aren't you Wayne's little brother? Yes, 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 dude, yes. You see, like, we're, we're already connecting. I love this. I'm having a great time yeah, right well, now. Uh, I, I really appreciate all the work that you do here at the ice cream shop, Richie. I don't really, does anyone I don't really do much, man, around here? Well, just take, learn, learn, learn how to take a compliment, Richie. Anyways, um, check this out. And I, and I put the iPad, uh, on the table and I turn it towards him. You see that? You know what you know what that is? Uh, an iPad? No, it's an alien. It's an alien. Like mm -hmm. the iPad is an alien? <laughs> no. And I, I want to say that this this image of the alien isn't what convinces Richie that that to give us free grilled cheese. I think that Richie probably thinks that we're just uncool little yeah. kids. He also doesn't really care too much about the profit loss of this business. Yeah. He's not motivated I, by its success. I think what does happen is that like, as I'm like pointing to the iPad, like trying to show him where the alien is, I accidentally like swipe somewhere and I don't know where it goes, but it, it, it changes over to like a picture taken at like the library Christmas party. And there's like, you can see in the corner, Richie standing there wearing a really embarrassing sweater. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I think maybe he where, gets the idea that we're you... trying to blackmail him. All right, all right. Look, 
Look, no, oh, no, man, no. Look at the, and I don't, I don't think that I even realized that the picture changed. I'm just like, look at this, man. If this doesn't convince you to give us a grilled cheese, I don't know what. All right, all right. I mean, if you delete that picture, I will give you guys whatever food you want. Um, just, just let let me see, let me see it, and just he, he like starts tapping and deletes the picture. He's like, and I'm like, oh, what? you guys, I think Richie's trying to hide the presence. <gasps> Oh my god, he's an alien. He knows they're real and he's trying to hide the evidence. So as the- Point my finger, you don't want to be exposed. I want a funnel cake with vanilla, chocolate, swirl, ice cream on top. You don't want to be exposed. I would like two scoops of ice cream, please. And- Richie, we're going to have to talk about this later. Uh, can I have, please have a grilled cheese with tomato? Right, look, look, kids. And, and pesto. Look, I, I'm going to get in trouble if I just give it to you here. So just go, go right around the back, right over there, through the doors- I'll I'll bring you whatever you want. Just just get just go back there. Is that where your spaceship is? Yeah, I've got like two of them. Just go back there. <gasps> Let's go. What? He's got two of them. Let's go see them. So this this little diner has the side area. Yeah, and we we and we run out the front door <laughs> and around the back to get our grilled cheeses and funnel cakes and ice cream. So you uh Richie's trying to signal you to go back into the kitchen area back behind mm-hmm. the so the three of you go through it has those like kind of hanging beads you know blocking mm-hmm. so as the three of you kind of part the beads and go through the lighting is a little bit weird in here. It's not what you would have expected in the kitchen and the floor is uh, got like almost like hay kind of all around like all strewn about it and the wood isn't or, sorry the floor isn't the same tile it's actually creaking wood as you take steps. And in the center of the kitchen where you'd expect to see either a, a countertop or a, a stove, there's this giant cauldron and there's this bubbling liquid inside of it. And a cat rubs up against your legs and purrs as it goes past you. And you notice your legs are not your legs. They're the legs of your inner heroes. And you're no longer in the ice cream shop. You're in the witch's cauldron. You're in a shop where witches make spells. And there are two witches in here, uh, or at least you think that at first, uh, except when they walk from behind the shadows of the cauldron, it's one witch with two heads. And they say to you, are you here for the spell? Um, Answer us, heroes. Yes. Mm-hmm. The gr- mm-hmm. They're talking. Yes. Yes, we're here yep. for the spell. I'm definitely the spell here for the spell of of um, hunger satiation. Yes. That. Yes. The spell we will provide magic. you will give you whatever you seek. However, we are not sure that you would use it for good. We doubt you, heroes. Prove to us. You 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 said we're heroes, so that implies we would use it for good. Well, yes. We're definitely going to use it for good because we're heroes. Well. You, you're heroes, but I don't know if you're like the good heroes or like the bad heroes. Well, th- those are called villains. And we're the good heroes. The other head, yeah. the other head looks to the one that's talking and says, yeah, "Come on, it's, it's." I mean, clearly you, they, they're hero. You be quiet. How are the three of you going to prove to us that you're going to use this for good? Um, <clears throat> any ideas? Um, looks around. Um, oh, your cat? It's missing a little patch of hair on its butt? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we call them patches. 
we'll, we'll, well, you'll have to change his name, but we'll grow that hair back. Oh, I can help grow that hair back. Mm-hmm. How are you going to, wait, so you're going to help my cat? Prove it. Yeah, his, they both, his they, butt's they, probably, they, his, his butt's probably code. Mm-hmm. All right, so go ahead, uh, hair. Uh, Ivy. Give us a roll to cast some magic to, to help their cat. We're going to put hair on that derriere. We're going to put hair on this derriere. Oh, no, I like that. I like that. That's, this is, that's good stuff. Okay. Creativity <laughs> or determination? What do you think? Creativity. De- uh, let's do determination. Okay. You're rolling an eight-sided dice for your inner hero. Oh. Or as we like to call it, the pointy one. I rolled a six on an eight. So I think that uh, Ivy concentrates and mutters, put hair on that derriere, put hair on that derriere. Put ha-. And after the third time, boom, hair. <laughs> I love it. And it's on, a, derriere. It's, on that derriere. It's a black cat and this and this brilliant like purple fuchsia colored hair poofs out of that little spot yep the witches are loving this they're loving it and uh so yeah so the the witch is amazed by this and says i i just i'm so impressed thank you so much i mean clearly no no villain would would fix a cat like that and and give it such go ahead but but is the cat impressed? And I think that that uh, Arange holds his staff and touches it to the cat. Says, "Speak to us, cat, in our tongue." Ooh. Do you like that your hair is on your derriere? Well, I love this hair on my derriere. <laughs> the the witches start a slow clap, but it's a little out of sync. Got me convinced because it's it's like one of them controls one hand and one controls the other. It's just, <laughs> they just they can never really get the thing. Uh, yeah, and and so the the two witches wave their hands over the cauldron in the center, mm-hmm. and a small vial lifts up from it, and it floats towards uh, Walt. And they say, drink this, and the spell will take effect. But not in here, because we're busy. Oh, 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 okay. I had, like, the I put the cork <laughs> back on it. As you exit the, the room, uh, it, it's, the, it's the bustling ice cream shop again. The tile is the same. <laughs> you, you, you look back behind you, and you see the kitchen. There's no witch's cauldron. There's no wooden floor. There's no cat with a tuft of pink hair. On its derriere. Do do I have my poke? Oh no, you have a sack full of grilled cheeses, and another one of yes. you is holding a sack full of ice cream, and one of you has a small cardboard dish with a funnel cake in it. Nice. Wow, it's amazing what real evidence of aliens will get for you, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. So right about now I think uh, I think we can trigger the end scene because you've gathered enough items. Yay! So the three of you, uh, if this was uh, separate goals, each of you would have a scene, sort of like a a Mm -hmm. final epilogue where you choose a location on the map and describe how you use your goal. But in this case, Mm -hmm. uh, it's the three of you sharing a goal. So why don't the three of you decide which spot on the map you want to have this take place? Where is this event happening? 
mean, I That's feel like it's question. the theater, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So is do we want this final event to be us presenting evidence of aliens, or should it be us finding the evidence of aliens? Ooh. Ooh. Let's find evidence of let's, aliens. Yep. Let's do that, please. <laughs> All right. So each of you roll 1d6. Where are we finding these aliens? I got a three. Okay. I got a four. I got a four. Okay. So, uh, and so, and, and if you, if what I'm saying right now, if you'd rather do it a different way, you can use a boost to, to choose your own. So if those of you who okay. have boosts left, uh, if you roll the one to three, you're going to describe your part of this in a silly or wacky way. If you roll those four to five, you're going to ro- uh, describe it in an awesome, cool, or exciting real world way. If you roll the six, uh, you get to uh, you do it in a fantastical way, uh, which means that you can bring some of the fantasy elements into it uh, because you're sharing this scene uh, and you can role play it out together, describing it like what each of you does specifically. Um, if you want to do it a different way, you can. I'm not limiting anyone. This is just sort of like a good prompt. It helps some people who like kind of don't really know how to end something. It gives them like, okay, a starting point. Um, cool. So yeah, so so uh Let's see, Walt was just the lead, so let's go to Gregor. So Gregor, give us a start. So um, I think we're I think we can end this back at the library if you are okay. I'll set it up. Yeah. Okay. So I think that after eating, I think after the initial burst of feeling really great about funnel cake with ice cream on it. Uh, I think that Gregor begins to feel really bad that we accidentally deleted one of Miss Bell's uh, pictures on her iPad. So it's like, guys, we have to go back to, we have to take the iPad back uh, and tell Miss Bell that we, uh, that, that, that we lost one of her pictures. Um, And maybe, maybe she'll let us have another iPad. I don't know, but we have to take it back. And I think we all walk over there. And I think we catch Miss Bell uh, in the back. You know, everybody's kind of gone, heading out to go. You know, the town's kind of closed down for this uh, talent show. The talent show's in like 20 minutes. We still don't have evidence of aliens. Yeah, but I think I think we walk <laughs> in and I think we catch Miss Bell uh, maybe behind the counter um, in an altered form of sorts. <gasps> Miss Bell? Miss Bell. Miss Bell? Miss Bell, we have your... Oh. <gasps> oh, my, ca- my camera. Um, um. Oh, my, my metal detector. <laughs> I... Alien food throws the baggie at her. I start uh, uh, running my metal detector along her. She, she metal. Claudia is taking pictures with the lens still on the end of the camera. <laughs> I forgot to open the bag. Oh my gosh! You, uh, I forgot to turn the metal detector on. And then, do you think she's gonna get mad? Should we run, Miss Bell? You hear? Sounds almost like it's coming from behind you, or maybe all around you. Children, shouldn't you be at the show? Um, but the the mouth for like twenty minutes. the mouth of who you're doing all you know throwing things at and and scanning and taking pictures of is not moving oh miss bell shouldn't your mouth move when you talk it moves just fine turn around 
I don't, I don't want to turn, turn around. I don't, I don't want to. Uh, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay, I'll do science. it. For science. I'll do it. I like to think I very slowly turn around, like with my hands over my eyes. Oh, I think all of us do that. Yeah. Just barely peeking between them. Just looking a little you bit. You see, standing behind you, the librarian, dressed for the event with a Go Team shirt, and she has all three of your faces on a button on her chest, and she has one of those big finger signs, like finger foam fingers, and she has a hat that says number one investigators, and it has your faces on the bill. And the big cardboard cutout of an alien was a prop for your investigation talent show. (laughs) And she says, well, we better hurry if we're going to make it on time. Oh, oh Miss Bell. Thanks, Miss Bell. Hey, by the way, we deleted some stuff on your <laughs> iPad. Uh, probably wasn't anything important. I don't know. It might have been like some pictures of aliens or something. Anyways, yeah. Thank you. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it here. You're going to be late. <laughs> and that is Questlings, the RPG. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Thank you all so much for playing. <laughs> I know this was a shorter session. We we um, we cut a little bit little bit short because uh, we wanted to fit it into a little bit of time here. But I think we got a good taste of what the game's about. Uh, I had a blast oh, with the three fantastic. of you. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Super yeah. fun. Absolutely. Uh, I love I love that now we get to walk away from this and imagine what kind of thrown together presentation these kids give, having not found any real evidence yes. of aliens. <laughs> So good. Uh, and their, their presentations, like, and when we showed Richie at the ice cream shop the pictures of the aliens, he was really freaked out. So yep. they the were probably food. real. He was uh-huh. free food. I love it. Well, this is me, Tim, handing the show back over to Kent. Thank you for <laughs> for letting me run this this game here, uh, and uh, yeah, playing Questlings with you. Yep. Well, thank you for bringing it to us. Uh, it's it is a very fun game. I played a little bit with my kids. They've enjoyed it, um, and it should be on Kickstarter. If you're listening to this, whenever this episode drops, it should be the campaign should just be starting out. Maybe just going in a couple days. So be sure to check the show notes for a link to that. Uh, go over back this game, especially if you have young people in your life that you want to introduce to role playing games. It is perfect for that, and then a good gateway into other games after that if they if they enjoy playing it. But let's go around and everybody just say who you are again, where people can find you on the internet, should they, well, where people can find you on the internet. Uh, We will start with Adam. Uh, Yeah, so again, I am Adam. Uh, I do lots of stuff. I make games. I make podcasts. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at CritSuccess underscore. All right, Kristen, you go next. Hi, I'm Kristen. Um... I am a game designer, writer, and podcaster. You can find me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. You can find me right here on the Role to Play Network. I produce the show Powered by the Players. Uh, and you can also find me at DiceUpGames.com where my partner, Tim, and I uh, design games. All right, Tim. Uh, designer of this game, thank you again. And tell everybody where they can find you and any other, yeah, where they can find you on the internet. Thanks for having me again. Uh, uh, yeah, you can find me at, uh, at GMTimD on Twitter, uh, or you can find me at DiceUpGames.com, like Kristen was saying, or RollToPlayNetwork.com. Uh, I'm also uh, one of the players on the Red Death podcast on the Roll to Play Network, uh, which is an awesome gothic horror uh, mystery actual play. Uh, you should definitely check that out. 
And yeah, check out this Kickstarter because it's super cool. And Banana Chan is awesome. And Letterman Games and Game in a Curry are awesome. So go do it. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit Roll2PlayPodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2PlayPodcast.com. Like us over on Facebook at Roll2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Roll2PlayPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash tritachion.